Have you ever asked yourself, why am I here? Why was I born? What is the reason I'm on this planet? Welcome to the Purpose Hunter podcast. My name is Matt Barafato and I'm the Purpose Hunter. I started this podcast with one goal in mind, and that was to help individuals that were struggling with these life questions, people that don't know the answers and they're looking for clues or looking for just anything that will help them to figure this out. So you'll always hear me do interviews with ordinary people, and some of these people have figured out why they're on this planet, and some of these people just aren't sure, and some of these people don't know at all. But they will give you clues that you will be able to apply to your life and help you figure out why are you on this planet? What is your purpose for being? Matt Barafato, the Purpose Hunter, coming to you today with another episode of the Purpose Hunter podcast. And I am just really honored and excited to bring you an interview and a talk today. It's really just going to be a conversation with my good friend, Chris Johnson. And what I'd like, Chris, you know what, Chris, welcome to the podcast. I just want to just give you a welcome. Welcome to uh, the Purpose Hunter podcast. Thanks, Matt. Really appreciate you having me on. Beautiful, beautiful. So what I'd like you to do is, if you could, give everyone what I'm going to call a 30,000-foot view of where Chris Johnson sort of has been. I mean, your sort of life journey, but I want to keep it relatively short only because the meat of what we're going to talk about will come. But give them a background where you came from and what it's brought to you, where it's brought you to today, and a little background on, on your family, okay? Yeah, love love doing that. That's a good place to start. Sometimes I I always end with that, Matt, because I the first thing I ever say on, when I'm interviewing somebody or vice versa is that I love my mother and I love my father. I actually got to spend some time with my dad uh, last week, uh, was doing business in, where I grew up, and uh, we got a chance to take him out for his 82nd uh, birthday and uh, got you know, kind of prime the people that I was with to uh, tell, have him reminisce about some stories that I know that, that he loves to tell and just make it a really special lunch uh, for that hour and a half. And to really sit back and listen to him, right? Because it's, it, it, it was, it was an hour about him. And I think uh, as I've, uh, matured and gotten older, I think I've become a better listener, but grew up in Bloomington, Indiana. And, uh, we always joke, I see your Blackhawks, uh, Jersey there behind you. And I know hockey for you is, uh, what really excites you. You know, growing up in Indiana, it was always about basketball and, and my father and I, uh, I swear to goodness, Matt, we've probably been to seven, 800,000 high school basketball games, including, AAU tournaments, things like that. So a good day for me when I was all the way from three to probably the age of 20, we would go to a high school regional or semi-state, go to the first games in the morning, have lunch or dinner at Ponderosa. Everybody laughs at me when I say Ponderosa. Back then, 
<laughs> Ponderosa was really good, right? Like that was a good, good treat for yep. you go there. You have the salad bar, the great rolls and, and everybody laughs. when I say that now because it's like, ew, yuck. Like you don't know what you're going to find. But back then that was like heaven. So we go to the, go, and we'd go to the mall and walk around and, and uh, probably if there were college games on, we'd go to the, like the, back then you didn't have your phone. So we would go to like HH Greg, which was the, auto, uh, the, um, uh, the store appliance store back then, or Best Buy and watch games and go to lunch, hang out with my dad, who I looked at and revered to no end. And to this day, still revere my dad with the same level of reverence and respect cool. that I did when I was six years old. So, um, uh, I don't know where I was going with that, but that, that was life in Indiana. That was, that was, that was, and that was my childhood was to experience hanging out with my father and, Beautiful. and doing what we enjoyed doing together. Cool. Um, so what I'm going to do with that, knowing that, and, and you've always been a good salesperson, but you, again, the thing that the place I met you was at a networking event and share a little bit of your journey on, on, on why that's been an important part of your of what of who you are well i you know you and i have talked about the word networking and i hate that word because it just makes me it, it seems like we're not getting anything done and for me the journey is always similar to reading your book matt to get people to talk about what they're passionate about right like i just told you what my passion was and brought my father and I together and it gave us something to talk about. Like, I don't know. I have no idea what we would talk about if we didn't have that. But when you're having a setting where you're getting high achievers, high performers together, the key is how can I get them to talk about something that has nothing to do with business, but something that they're passionate about. And inevitably, just like you said in your book, which I was like, thought I was reading my own thoughts. When you get people talking about what they love and talking about themselves then inevitably you get to business quicker. So we've, you know, my, my groups have evolved. Like we started out, I was doing groups at five seasons and I think used to come to those groups. I spent 15 years in my career at the club. And again, in my career, I would basically have 10, 15, 20 minute meetings with people and get them to talk about their journey. And when you get people talking about their journey and their weight loss and the weight loss comes off because they're not worried about the weight loss, they're worried about, you know how exciting things are in their life their daughter's getting married their 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 son is graduating college their son is are doing great things and so when you can um talk about things like that to them that that they get it passionate about then coming in for that hour they look forward to coming in to work out and not dreading it mm -hmm. and then your diet improves and then we've got goals right we got this little book and we're going to say well what are we going to do to hold you accountable to get to those goals right and that, that's the key but the same thing in the network, high achievers in the room, whether you're uh, making a million dollars a year or $5 a year or 10,000 a year, the zeros are different and you might have more zeros to your name, but the challenges are always the same. So with our groups, we try to give people a platform and a voice to say what's on their mind and then figure out ways that maybe, maybe they can think of something differently or do something a little bit better. And then maybe we always want to be positive. There's no negativity in our groups. If you're, we all have challenges. We all know that going into it, but we want to find out what's working, what's not working, and then be real and be genuine and authentic with each other. When you do that, magic happens in a room. So I love it. Um, it's been an evolution for many, many years. I'm still not there yet, Matt. I'm always learning. 
but I want I used to think it was about volume. I just wanted to get around people that think like you. That, that's what I like, enjoy the most. Uh, well, thank you for that. I appreciate it. So we're going to jump in. Here's a here's my favorite question. You already know it. It's coming. I hope you thought about it. The question is purpose or passion? Which comes first? What do you think, Chris? Passion. I think I just said it. You get people talking about their passion and everything from there evolves to what they want to get done. And like people think, I don't know what's going on in my life, Matt, over the last year, but like God has just opened up so many doors for me. Um, and working at five seasons, all those years, I was like thinking like, what am I doing here? Um, I'm not making the money I want to make. I'm not where I want to be, but it was all planned for what's going on right now and uh i i can't i i don't think i've had more fun than i've had in the last year and met any better people because if you're in the right mind space and the right head space for people um they it just it's like a magnet and this and the opposite if you're in a bad head space it seems like you attract the wrong people so for me uh life has never been better over the last year or so i got a beautiful daughter as you know that's in a really good place at five years of age and um we're enjoying her and just the vocabulary it's getting better every day and and uh just just some of the th crazy things that a five-year-old says is oh it's just the the most fun that that i've ever had but it, it's always about passion and if you can get people to open up about what they love then then it's just amazing what can happen from there I, I I couldn't agree with you more. And so that leads me to the real question that I really am asking when I put that one on the table, which is, why were you born, Chris? What is the reason you were put on this planet? I mean, I say it all the time. I want to lift 50 to 100 people to be better than me. And that means that they open up spiritually, professionally, all those things. And I want I love to see people thrive, Matt. So if I can be a catalyst or an asset in some way in their life. And it may be just listening to their problems, mm -hmm. but we both know you only get about 20 minutes. Nobody really cares about what you're going through. So you got to kind of figure out a way to, or what are, how can we, and I'm, you know, I'm a fixer, mm -hmm. which is good and bad because uh, sometimes people don't want to be fixed. They want you to, right. they want you to just listen to them. So my purpose is to uh, a variety of mediums. Now it doesn't have to be one thing. It's like, I've been asked to do a lot of different stuff, but I want to be, uh, help high achievers achieve greater success and then be open. Right. How many, how many coaches have you talked to in your life? And they, they got all the answers for you. And then you tell them, all right, what are you open to being helped in some areas of your life? And then they look at you like you're crazy. Right. Because I was at an event last week in Carmel and somebody asked to coach that. And I think it threw that person for a loop. Yeah. I, I because love none of us have the answers. I don't have all the every day I wake up and I just want to get a little bit better. And I and I love that answer for that reason, because you you're exactly right. I think that when you when you think you have all the answers, that's when you've closed your mind to other things that could happen. And and you just nailed it on that. So and and um so I'm going to have you articulate even a little bit further than what you just did, because I think it's important. And, and part of my goal for having this podcast is so that people who are listening can actually pick one thing up that is going to help them on that journey of finding their own purpose. So when I ask you this, um, you've already now in this conversation, you brought up 
in your you brought up God twice. You, you, you use the word spiritual and then you use the word God. And why did those come up as and I didn't I didn't prompt that from you. Why did that come up like that when you were talking about your purpose? Uh, I think it was it goes back to how I was how I was raised. You know, I came from a very uh, deep Roman Catholic background. And, uh, you know, it was just the expectation was that you were going to going to go to church. And the the thing that that I, I don't have all the answers, Matt, and like mm-hmm. folks that are you and I have discussed this, but I, I, I don't I don't want to lecture people. And if I, I think it's about your action. And, you know, I've been a part of a lot of groups where it's really just up front and center and in your face. And I tell people, if you it, listen, I'm not here to beat you over the head with my faith or anything like that. I mean, I think my faith is is strong. It, it, is that could it be better? Absolutely. I mean, I, every day I wake up and say I, I can be better in some aspect spiritually or uh, be a better husband, be a better be a better dad. So I don't have all the answers, but I can kind of go over with people the things that I need to improve ab- upon. Like you and I and, and another mutual friend we met, um, you know, at the coffee shop in Glenview. And I swear to goodness, like I thought it was about as real a conversation as you can possibly have. Because listen, life is going to have its ups and downs, and I've had my share of downs, mm-hmm. and it takes a lot to pry it out of me, right? Like, I'm not going to be the kind of guy that's going to drop all my problems on your lap. I mean, I think people can probably see it and maybe in my demeanor or, or how, but I, I always say I'm here to help and serve in any way possible. And that means it doesn't have to be financially tied, right? Like there's a lot of folks in my life, they're willing to help you as long as it's something that, that's going to benefit them. Yeah. I think you can help a lot of people, Matt, and not always get paid. And it comes back in some other facet or aspect of your life. And it may not be now. It may be 10 years from now. So you've got to stay even and stay consistent in, in yourself and not ever. Like I've always told you, I want to be around millionaires and high achievers that I would never know they had any money, just the way they treat, treat me. Right. Right. And that's kind of what we tried to do with our, our Amplify Prosperity Group and our Center of Influence, which is basically merged. But like we love getting high achievers in the room and they, and they're like, Oh my gosh, how am I going to figure this out? They don't have the answers yet. Yeah. And no, they've no. had tremendous levels of, of success. So yeah. most people look at them. Are you crazy? And you're like, right. no, I, I really have to get better here. They don't see the dollar sign. They see, right. Like how many people am I going to help today? Right. So, you know, what's amazing to me about you is this, and this is, and, and, and what I want, um, those of you that are listening to hear me on this, when every it's like every person I've ever asked that question about purpose, they always say, I want to help people. And I go, well, that's great. And I really appreciate it. But how are you going to help them? Specifically, what are you going to do? And when you start to get to specifics on this stuff, Chris, I got to tell you, this is where a lot of people start to freeze. And they go, ah, ah. they're trying to think, how do you articulate that? You have done that today on how you've done that. And what I've seen every time, it's like you're a you're a chameleon with regard to how you do that. What's been, what do you think was the catalyst when you first discovered that that was that piece that said, this is why you're on this planet is to help people be so much better than they, whatever they were. What, what is there one catalyst or is there one thing that you, that happened to you? My dad, I think it's my father. I really do. Back when, back in the day when you were uh, in high school, yeah. I mean, what, what was the, what uh, was- from whenever I can remember, just, just a, a source of, 
of strength, but just so humble in how he treated. And my mom too, like you give her a compliment. She's like, Oh, that, that, or that, like she doesn't take compliments. Well, which I don't know if that's a good or a bad. And I've, I've just always had a lot of good people in my life, Matt, just always been around a tremendous amount of successful people. But for whatever reason, God has brought them into my life and shown me how to be humble with. And then I have a wife that frankly, I'm always trying to level up because she she's come from a situation, probably just came from more wealth than I did. So it's like I'm always trying to level up to her. She never gets me get comfortable. And maybe that's why we work together, because you don't you want people that are going to make you better every day in what you do, whether any in any facet of your life, even professional. But I had I've always had to go. I want to be the best doggone person that I that I can be. And if I ever get uh, where I'm not humble, I just, I tell people, I want you to challenge me to say, you're getting a little bit big for your, for, for who you are. Cause, and I, and I've got friends that I, and I've, I've had friends that I've always stayed in touch with. And I think that says a lot about a person's like, how many friends do you have from when you were in first grade? Because if you can't keep your friends, it tells me that you're probably a little getting a little bit cocky. Um, Cause I saw a picture with Mark Cuban, the IU guy, having breakfast uh, in Pittsburgh, where he's from. Uh, and again, Mark Cuban, love him or hate him. There's a lot of people that don't like him. I, 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 There's things about him that he gets a little cocky on the show, but he's sitting there with his buddies in Pittsburgh having breakfast or lunch, and they're joking around. Now, I don't know how much of that was for the camera, but if it were me and I was worth that kind of money, you could say that I still keep in touch with the people that, that I knew before I made that kind of money that are not pulling on my money because there's so many guys and ladies that make a ton of money. And then everybody's hitting you up for money. Right. That's a different conversation. But he was just in there laughing and carrying on with people that knew him before he hit the riches. That that right there says a lot about Mark Cuban. So or somebody like that. Absolutely. Uh, so one uh, here's a question for you. What um, if you had to pick one thing that your dad did that that helped you in this? That was what was the one thing? What was the one you you, you use the word humility and 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 it's and it's really important. Is there, what, what is one thing that your dad did for you that actually helped you on that path? He challenged me, but never got to the core, Matt. T- tell me a Does little that more. Does that make sense? No. He, tell me, tell he me would challenge you. me in a way that would be very direct, but he would never say, like, for instance, I wish I was more mechanical uh, with my hands like he was. That was a, that's the one thing that I have um regret now if i tried to get a little bit better a little bit but i'm still i know that that's an area of weakness for me is my mechanical aptitude he worked on air force one so that is and he never went to me and said man i cannot believe that you don't have that he didn't he didn't ever browbeat me to say well you're worthless at that or like and then those kinds of words never have come out i've never heard him say you're worthless or you're he always keeps that there's a certain level of respect above the core level that he can be direct and challenge you, but not make you feel less, less than in any way. So yeah, not, not less of a person then that's what right. That's, that's pretty cool. And, and that's why my wife will never understand it, but that's why I always look at him as a hero to me because he always um, accentuates the positive. Mm-hmm. And he's not listen it is we're talking about a guy that is that does two things sports and news so we're not this is not a guy that's gonna go around hugging you every two seconds now this is a pretty um 
dry, uh, you know, he's, he's an old school kind of guy. Right. And it, and, and pretty simple guy. Right. So it's not like he's going around, you know, uh, writing novels and getting you to, to, to open up in any way, but just, I, I know, I, I guess I resonate towards simple Matt. Yeah. And he always made me feel better about myself. Like every time I remember, every time I've been around my father, I always feel better after I've been around him. And the great ones make you do that. Right. They always, you always walk away from them. Same way I feel about that. When you and I and Bill met, I felt better after that hour and a half or hour we spent together. I walked out of there like, man, I feel good. These guys made me, um, they, we, we had fun and we, we were, we enjoyed each other. And if you can, uh, and every time I go home for a couple of days to spend time with my mom and dad, I always feel better when I leave. And then they get late, even at my age, they still send you away with tons of food and, <laughs> and, and what can I do for you? And what, how can I help you in some way? Like that, that's what you need to fill people up. And I say that, and there's people I challenge, like, and they're like, I don't like Chris. But then I always try to come back at a later date and whatever I pull out, I try to fill back up. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's what the great ones do for you. They fill you back even after they let you, they, they, they've challenged you, but then they come back and, and, and then maybe they come back at you in a different day and they say, all right, I got something for you. I want you to do this. Cause this is what you're, this is how I see you can really accentuate what I'm doing here. And that's what I, you know, I do the same way. I try to find something where I can, um, maybe we didn't get along five years ago, but then I always try to come back and say, all right, maybe you're in a different place because people have things going on in your life. And when they're beating on you, you don't know what's going on because right. they, they can come back in a different area or different, different level. Absolutely. So you, you have actually in that last little scenario that you just shared, as far as you, who you are, what your dad did and what you're, what he taught you to do, you do that. And that is your purpose. You know, that is, that's the first time I've heard you articulate it quite that way. And that's one of the reasons why I enjoy being with you in the environments that we've always been together in. And, and so, um, I, I so I hope you're listening. You just told me because that's actually what you're, you're, you're scratching the surface of that thing called purpose, your purpose in life, because of how you actually do that. You actually, that's, that's how you're doing it. So here's, uh, we're just about out of time. So here's what I want to do. I want to have you end with this. Two different things I want to ask you. Number one, what is the legacy Chris Johnson wants to leave in this world when you are not here any longer? What's the second part? Uh, no, I want to hear the legacy first. I want to say, what is the legacy you want to leave the day that, you it, that, that it really wasn't about me, Matt? That there was there was no amount of money that you could throw out there that would change who I was ra raised to be. And and the greatest example of that is that I had the 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 my most cherished relationship of the fifteen years I spent in the club business were the. The folks that were cleaning the club, the folks that were serving the food, like the the uh, food and beverage director to this day when we have events there, like I get the best hug from Tina. Um, and we used to have the executives come in and fly in in their private jet. And I had a lot of respect for those people, but I was in that business for longer than I should have been because I love the people and I love the culture 
that was there. And like, I just love asking them simple questions about their life. And again, that makes me no hero. This is not like, I, that's what we all should do. It's not that hard, but we make life harder than what it really is. But I want people to say, Chris was treated me the same, whether I had money, I didn't have money, whether he owed me money or I owed him, whatever it was like, I, I looked at them the same. There, there was no, there was no agenda at all in, in what, what I, and I, I really hope people will say that about me when it's all said and done. I I hope I got another 30 years, 50 years to live because I'm I'm having a lot of fun. (laughs) So what is one thing that you could, what one piece of advice you give to those people who are listening that are maybe in that place that they just aren't sure why they're on this planet? What, 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 you know, what is this all about? What would one piece of advice you would give to them? Uh, get a mentor and get, I mean, find somebody that you really resonate with, uh, spend time with Matt Birafato and I'm not just blowing, uh, smoke up your shirt, Matt, because I just, I just have an immense amount of respect for what you do for people. And, uh, you've been a, a real asset to me. And I've got another guy named Mark Chasman that I actually haven't seen in many years. He just sent me a message the other day, like, right. Don't, you never know when people are going to reach out to you. And I got to I got to respond to the message, but it, it kind of made me emotional because I was in a kind of a, uh, you know, a difficult time in my life when him and I were spending time together. So um, get around people that you want to be like, emulate. I want to emulate people that, that live the life I want to live. And you're one of those people. So I, I, I want you to know that how many people you help. I think you do already know, but uh, it, it, this is a short life. It, it goes really, really fast. It really does. So you got to help help a lot of people if you can. Chris, thank you so much for that compliment. I really, that means a lot to me. And uh, if you, you know, if today's episode re- with Mr. Chris Johnson resonated with you, download the episode and listen to it again. And write down just one idea that you heard today that will give you some clues, helping you to find and live your purpose every single day. This is Matt Barafato, the Purpose Hunter. Until the next time we meet, get excited about your ideas and your passion. Let people feel your emotion, because if you do, you will be an inspiration to everybody you meet. Thank you, Chris Johnson, for sharing some of your insights for your from your purpose journey with us today. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for having me. Why I'm here.